The Healthy Golf Podcast, episode 33, with your host, Dr. Joe O. Welcome to the Healthy Golf Podcast, a podcast designed to help you transform your golf game and your life. Join your host, Dr. Joe O, as he chats with experts on all things golf performance to keep you feeling great and playing your best on and off the course. What's going on, everyone? Before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that I am dropping a 12-week golf off-season workout plan tomorrow. It is designed specifically for someone who is new into the world of golf fitness and performance, or maybe someone who hasn't been in the gym in some time or has never been in the gym, or just anyone who has kind of maybe fallen out of shape over the years and would like to get back into the gym and working out, but also improve their golf game at the same time. Um, I will post the link in the show notes to uh, link up to that program. Again, it's 12 weeks. Basically, there's strength and mobility workouts throughout all of this. It's designed to help you gain at least five miles an hour of club head speed, which translate roughly into 10 to 15 more yards. And imagine what that could do to your golf game. So go ahead and check that out. I highly uh, recommend. And for the first week, it's going to be at a lower price uh, than it will ever be. So go ahead and check that out so you get the best deal possible and you can really head into uh, next season playing and feeling your best golf. All right, thank you so much and uh, enjoy the episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Golf Podcast. If this is your first time joining the show, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And I am your host, Dr. Joe Orbicheski, and I am a physical therapist and certified strength and conditioning specialist who works specifically with golfers to improve their body and their mind so that they can play their best and be their best on and off the golf course. So welcome to the show. We are at the end of the year of 2020. I'm sure most of us have probably never thought that this year would ever end with all the things that have happened, um, but we made it. And we're here, we're in the last week of the year of 2020, which I'm sure everyone is excited about with new beginnings of 2021 with some hope and promise that hopefully this virus is almost done and over with, with the vaccines rolling out. And honestly, it was a great year for golf. Um, I'm sure that you probably play golf if you listen to this podcast, and it was a record year for golf clubs pretty much at least throughout the United States and I'm sure in other popular places like the UK probably even Australia, to uh, be able to get out and play because that was one of the only activities that you could do safely. And uh, I know a lot of people have picked up the game because there was nothing else for them to do. So great year for golf, honestly, uh, despite everything that's going on. And uh, just another shout out to PGA Tour for running for running, uh, you know, a pretty seamless tour still. And they, I think they did a great job with Commissioner Jay Monahan and everything. So we were still able to also enjoy some golf on television as well if we weren't out on the course. So with that said, I want to get into this week's topic. Um, since the new year is starting this week, and the big thing for most people is setting a new year's resolution, right? Should you do it? You maybe have set resolutions in the past and have succeeded, but I'm sure like most people, 
you may have set a resolution in the past and maybe have not met it or maybe failed in achieving that resolution and you don't see the point in doing it ever again because they're just kind of stupid because everyone else is doing them. You may feel the need to do them. Um, I'm not here to tell you that you need to set a resolution. Um, I don't necessarily look to look like to look at it as a resolution per se. I look at it as just goal setting basically. And if you're not setting goals for your life, for your golf game, for your health, whatever it may be, you know, you should be doing that. That's going to help you push forward and help you strive towards the things that you want to get to and be a better person, you know, again in in your work, your career, your life as a husband, as a father, as a wife, as a daughter, as a son, any of those roles that you play, setting goals is going to help you get to that next level. And hopefully you're always striving to get to that next level. That's definitely what we're all about on this podcast here and trying to be better in everything that you do at all times, basically. So I want to go over some ways that you will be able to, one, set a resolution or a goal for that matter to you know attack 2021 in whatever arena that may be again could be fitness could be health could be your relationships could be money could be golf any of those things we're going to focus on uh, golf here and i'm going to use an example of my own goal for next year in terms of golf Um, but i want to go through some things that will help you to maintain this goal and succeed in achieving your goal or goals uh, because more than half of resolutions fail every single year. And there's some reasons behind that. And I would say it has to do with one of these three things. One, it's because that you created a goal or a resolution based on what someone else is doing or what society is doing, not basically what you want to do, right? Probably the biggest resolution for every single year. Uh, I have no facts to back this up, but I know a lot of people set this kind of goal is to lose weight, right? That is their goal. They want to lose weight. Unfortunately, they never uh, set a specific resolution or goal to that, and we'll get into that and how to set SMART goals. Um, Something else, again, is basically it's too vague. Like, say you just want to make more money. Okay, well, how much more money? Like, how much money are you making now, right? And then how much more money do you want to make? Or you want to be a better husband or a better wife, right? Like, what does that entail? It's too vague. Like it's a great goal. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not going to help you achieve there. And that's probably why you failed. And then lastly, people don't put a plan in place to help them achieve a goal. So if you don't set a plan or write down a plan or even write down your goal, how are you ever going to get there without a roadmap to improving on that goal? So I'd say one of the first things to really think about after you've decided kind of what you want to go after or what your goal is or your resolution is, is that you have to figure out your why. If you don't have a strong enough reason as to why you want to achieve your goal or resolution, it's going to be really hard for you to attain that goal. Why? That's because when things get tough, and they will get tough, you're going to have some stumbling blocks, you're going to hit some roadblocks to whatever your goal is going to be. And if you don't have your reason as to why you want to achieve this goal, it's going to be really easy for you to give up and stop working towards that goal or resolution that you set. So one thing that you can do to help figure out your why is to continue to ask yourself, why do you want to achieve X goal, right? So again, I would say a majority of golfers want to play better golf, right? And your goal may be to play, I want to be better at golf, right? That's not the greatest goal. 
because it's not specific and it's not measurable, all those things. And again, we're going to get into that in just a moment here. But we'll just use my example. I do want to get better at golf, again, as most people. But one of my goals is to hit more greens in regulation. So my goal specifically is to hit 23.5% greens in regulation in my rounds for next year. Why does that even matter, right? Again, because I do want to get better at golf, but that's a great goal. There's nothing wrong with that. But go ahead and ask yourself why again. Why Why do you want to become better at golf, right? And I'm not necessarily going to go over mine, but again, ask yourself, why do you want to become better at golf? Is it because you're not the greatest and you just want to get better? Again, that's a, that's a good answer, but why do you want to become better? Because you want to be able to hang out and play better with your playing partners or your buddies that you usually play with? Is it because you want to be able to just join a random threesome one day and be able to hang with them? Because I'm sure we've all been there where we just join a group where the golfers in that group may be worse than us and maybe a little bit uh, of a drag for you. Or, you know, you join a group where the golfers are really good and you're maybe feel like you're holding them back, right? So is that is that why? Is it because you have dreams of becoming a PGA Tour player if you're a, a younger golfer listening to this, right? Or maybe you want to win your club championship. And then again, once you have that answer, like say you want to win your club championship, why do you want to do that? Why, why does that matter to you? Because you're used to playing competitive sports and now that you're older, you're, there's really nothing for you to be competitive in with the exception of golf. And that's how you want to get your competitive outlet out, right? That's, you got to keep digging, peel back those layers and layers of your why. And then when times get really tough, you're going to know exactly what your why is because just getting better at golf is not going to be a strong enough why to help you achieve your goals. So once you have your why figured out, that's going to be really helpful. And again, going through the tough times, but you're going to have a really concrete answer and reason as to why you want to achieve your goal. And it's going to be so much easier to stick to uh, achieving that goal and maintaining all of your progress that you're going through and just going through all those bumps and even the successes along the way. So like I said, after you have your why, I think this seems to be the most relevant place to go next is you have to write out your goal or your resolution. And if you've never heard of SMART goals, we're going to go through what that is. And SMART is just an acronym for specific things that we'll go through that will help you write down and set your goal and really give you an action plan of what you can do to help achieve that goal that you have. So in SMART, S-M-A-R-T, the first letter is S, and that stands for specific. So you need to make a specific goal, right? Again, going back to my example, I want to hit more greens and regulation. So you can't just write, I want to hit more greens and regulation. That's not helpful. One, you need to know where you were at beforehand. So even going back a little bit, let's just say golf. If you're not tracking your stats already, you should start tracking your stats. And there's lots of apps that out there that do this, that have stat tracking for free, Um I would definitely recommend doing that, especially if you have a goal that you want to get better at in terms of golf or anything. You need to know where you're at currently. Otherwise, you're never going to know where you need to get to. Just like if you wanted to lose weight or put on some weight or lift more weight in a back squat or a deadlift 
right? You need to know what you can do now and then you can set a goal from there. If you don't have a baseline, you have no idea where you can go and what's even realistic for you for you to achieve, right? So for my goal of hitting more greens in regulation, right, that's not a very specific goal. So again, my goal is to hit 23.5% of greens in regulation in a round, and that's going to be obviously an average throughout the year. So my greens in regulation is probably going to have to be better than that on some rounds, and it'll probably be worse than that in some other rounds, right? That's how golf goes, and that's how you pretty much come up with an average unless you hit 23.5% greens and regulation every time, which I think is statistically impossible. Um, so I'm giving myself some room basically between four and five greens around, which I believe is you know achievable for me. And we'll get to that in the next part. That's, that's another part of the SMART goals. But you don't want to just say, I want to hit more greens, or I want to hit more fairways, or I want to hit the ball further. You need to put a specific number to it something that's objective that you can can really almost measure for the most part. And I know that may be hard for some of those other goals, especially when it comes to relationships, like say you want to be a better husband. Well, what does that mean to you or a better wife or a better partner, whatever that may be, right? What does that mean to you? That could mean, you know, spending more quality time with your partner, right? So say you want to set aside, um, I don't know what it may be, at least one whole day where you do absolutely no other work, you don't dedicate any other time towards anything else, you just spend your entire day with your spouse. And you did, that doesn't mean you have to spend every single waking second with them, right? If you want to, go for it. But if not, that's okay too, right? But like, if they want to do something or like something pops up, like that's your day to go ahead and do that with them, right? Schedule that in. Um, especially if you feel like you're not giving your spouse or your partner enough of your time because you're busy doing other things, whatever that may be. Right. Um, but it has to be a specific goal. All right. So M in the smart goals is measurable. Again, this is where that comes down to where you want to be. Right. So it has to be measurable, has to be objective of some, some way, some fashion, right? The most easiest and obvious answer is people want to lose weight typically, right? So how much weight do you want to lose? If you weigh 200 pounds and you want to weigh 175, right, you need to lose 25 pounds to get there. And you can break this up into smaller goals, right, and say say your goal is to hit 175 by whatever. Let's just say summertime. So we'll just make it in the middle. We'll say July, right? So you have seven months to hit this goal, right? If we go to the end of July, you have seven months to hit this goal, And you can break that down. So you can divide 25 divided by seven, and that's how much weight you have to lose every single month. Those are, those, those will be smaller goals to hit this larger smart goal, right? But you can't just say, I want to lose weight, or I want to lose some weight, or I want to hit the ball further again. Those are not going to work. And you need to be, you need to have a way to track your progress. Basically, again, if you're not using for any golf goals, like a a stat tracking app, I highly recommend you get one and just put your stats in. It's going to be very helpful to help you realize kind of where your misses are and what you really need to improve upon. Um, So for me, again, greens and regulation, obviously I'm going to be tracking greens and regulation, but I want to track other things that are also going to kind of contribute towards that goal as well, right? So for me, you could track fairways hit, but I don't necessarily like that as a stat. You want to probably look at more of, 
did you give yourself a good shot into the green, right? Versus did you hit the fairway? Because you can hit the fairway or you can hit the rough and still have a decent shot into the green, right? But if you're hitting it into the woods or you're hitting it behind a tree where you don't give yourself a good shot at the hole, where you have to punch out or lay up a little bit, right? You are not giving yourself a, a good advantage to get to get that ball into the green in regulation, right? So those are things that I would also track um, other than just hitting greens in regulation. Obviously, that is the big goal and what I'm trying to improve upon, but there are other factors that contribute to to that goal. So again, if you wanted to lose weight, some other things to take into account, right, would be maybe how many workouts you're getting in a week. Um, you could try to measure how many calories you're burning. I don't think that that would be necessarily the greatest because a lot of things that track that aren't the best at doing so. And they definitely usually overestimate more than what we think that they're doing. Um, I think one thing that a lot of people do when they want to lose weight, right, is, you know, you want to eat better. So instead of saying, I'm going to eat less sweets or something along those lines, I would definitely say, why don't you try adding in, I'm going to have one large salad a day. Try doing that by adding rather than subtracting away. Because that just gives you a better positive mindset. But it also, you know, you have a salad, one that's just generally lower in calories. And, uh, you know, if you have a relatively healthy salad, that's going to just take up more space and leave you fuller for longer versus a, you know, salty, sugary snack. Um, So that would be measurable. That's the M in SMART. A is attainable, right? And this is where knowing your baseline is going to be really helpful, right? Is this something that you can accomplish? Do you have the skills to accomplish this? So with that being said, right, for me, my greens and regulation is around two greens and regulation right now. So not the greatest whatsoever. Um, But for me to improve to get to four to five greens and regulation is pretty attainable, right? I mean, that's only two to three more greens and around. There are some other things that I need to improve upon, like giving myself a better shot off of the tee so I can hit a good approach shot into the green, right? But I have the skills. It's attainable. I'm not trying to get to a crazy number where, um, based on some research by my golf spy, you know, a scratch golfer is hitting 57% of greens in regulation. I would even say for me, hitting... 40%, which is somewhere of a handicap between five and six, is pretty not attainable unless I put a lot of time in, right? But I I realize that I don't have all that time. I'm trying to run a business. I have a wife and just other things that I'm trying to to work on. So for me to jump from where I'm at now to getting to, say, a, a five or a six handicap in terms of greens and regulation is probably pretty slim and it's probably not going to be attainable. So you want to set a goal that would be attainable that you can achieve, right? So again, if if you we're gonna we're gonna raise the weight here, but if you weigh three hundred and fifty pounds, right, and you want to weigh one hundred and fifty pounds, setting that goal for you know again July is probably not realistic or attainable whatsoever. Can it be done? Sure, I don't want to discount anyone's you know. Uh, total effort or anything along those lines, things have happened where, you know, crazier things have happened. But 
if you want to lose a healthy weight in a healthy amount of time, you need to set a realistic goal. And losing 200 pounds, if we're using that example of 350 down to 150, losing 200 pounds in seven months is a lot of weight. And it's probably, if you do lose it, it's probably not very healthy or safe to lose that much weight in that short amount of time. So again, you need to make your goal attainable and make it so it's something that you can accomplish. And then the R in SMART is, there's a few few variations on this, but typically it's either relevant or realistic. I like relevant because attainable to me is also setting that realistic aspect. So for relevant, again, why is this goal important to you? This goes back to your why. Again, you need to have your why. Does it... in you know, does it line up with your values? Does it line up with your other goals? All those things, you need to have your why and that will help you achieve your goal like we talked about earlier. And then lastly, the part of T in SMART is time bound. When will you achieve this goal? You need to be able to write a ta- write down a time of when you will achieve this goal. And I think it would be good to set up regular checkpoints with yourself or if you have a larger goal, like again, a weight loss goal, of again, we can just say 25 pounds by the end of July, right? So again, you can set up smaller goals, um, kind of the same way. Again, and the easiest way to do this would be saying to lose, um, you could just divide 25 divided by seven, and that would be how much weight you need to lose every month. And then there's your goal, right? So with that being said, that would be super easy for you to set regular checkpoints. And so again, you need to be realistic when you're putting your time restriction or your time bound goal together because it needs to be attainable. Again, trying to lose say 200 pounds as in our, our, in our earlier example in seven months is not really realistic and again, not healthy. So set your goal and make it, make it attainable. It could be a yearly goal. You know, it could be something that you set in six months. It could be nine months. It could again be for the whole year all of those things. And I think, you know, one thing to do is that you could have one really larger goal, right? Which could be, you could have a five-year goal and then you could break that down and you can just start with this year. And then you can break that goal down into smaller goals to help you get towards that larger goal. I think all of that is really helpful and important to do. Again, if you're trying to strive and better yourself in, in any and every aspect of your life. So hopefully that makes sense in terms of setting goals slash resolutions. I think that will be really helpful in helping you achieve your goals and resolutions that you set for this upcoming 2021. Um, hopefully that, again, that makes sense. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email at joe at puredrivephysio.com and that'll be linked up in the show notes. Um, and I'd love to hear what your golf goals are. I'm definitely going to do a post on this in probably after this episode drops. So it'll be on my social media and definitely comment. I want to know kind of what your goals are. I'd love to be an accountability partner. And that leads me into some of my next little short and sweet strategies that you can hopefully use to help yourself achieve your goals in 2021. So the first one would be writing down your resolution. There's something about taking a pen to some paper and writing down your goals There has definitely been some research done. I can't quote any facts or numbers right now for you, but there has been research done that writing down your goals, physically writing them down on a piece of paper helps you achieve your goals better versus just remembering them in your head or putting them down even in your phone. There's something about putting pen to paper. It has to do with kind of manifesting 
in your brain that this is going to happen. And then you could take that a step further is you can put that piece of paper somewhere where you're going to look every day and just read them. It hopefully shouldn't take you more than five minutes to read your goals. And that's just a daily reminder to yourself of why you're doing what you're doing every single day, you know, hopefully trying to strive towards achieving those goals. Um, I would say that you can put that that reminder somewhere else in your phone too, if you're not going to necessarily look at this piece of paper, but something that you can remind yourself, put it somewhere where you're going to look every single day. Again, just to take the time, hopefully no more than five minutes, just to read them over and just remind yourself of what your goals are and what you can do, you know, to achieve them and what you are doing every single day. It's just that small reminder that you're just trying to go out and be your best that you possibly can towards everything. And like I said, Some days are going to be better than others. Some days you're not going to make any progress towards your goal, and that's okay. As long as the general trend is upwards and towards that goal, that's okay. But every day is not going to be perfect. Every day is not going to be great. And every day you're not going to make progress towards your goals. And I know that stinks and it feels that way, especially if you've had a really good run at making positive progress, but that's okay. There will be times that you you are trending down as long as you can you know, again, roll with those, remind yourself of your why, and then pick yourself back up. That will be really helpful in helping you achieve your goals. The next thing would be, you know, you want to tell someone or try to get an accountability partner, you know, telling someone that you love or, and that loves you will respect your goals for whatever they are. And telling that person will put it out in the universe that you're doing this, right? And so you're telling them that you're going to do this. Hopefully they will remind you every so often or just bring it up. Potentially, if it's just someone that you want to tell, like, hey, I'm going to go achieve this goal or I want to achieve this goal. Um, If you just get a true accountability partner, it could be anyone that you trust um, and definitely someone that you would really Um, would also hold you accountable, right? Because if you're really serious about achieving your goal, you want someone just as serious that wants to achieve their goals. So, you know, you want to be able to develop that trust, have that relationship that you can both give each other some tough love, especially when times are tough for yourself. And, you know, hopefully that no one will take any offense to it, but you want to be able to be like, man, like you're not making any progress towards your goals. What's going on here? You know, have that chat with them that you can help them. And then you would also re- expect the same thing in return, right? If you're really stre- uh, struggling or slacking towards achieving your goals, you would really want someone to kind of give you a little tough love, kick you in the butt a little bit to really keep reaching and keep striving towards your goals, right? And so that's where having an accountability partner can be really helpful and really come in handy to just check in with each other. And you can decide together on what, you know, uh, frequency to check in on. It could be weekly, it could be bi-weekly. I probably want to go more than bi-weekly um, just because it's really easy to start to lose a lot of um, progress in in really just two weeks on some things. And it's really easy to slack just because three seems kind of weird. Most people probably won't choose every three weeks. Um, so at that point, it would probably be every month. And, you know, going from two weeks to four weeks, you know, checking in every two weeks to every four weeks is a long time. Um, And that's a lot of progress that you may miss out on. So I would definitely recommend checking in with an accountability partner every week or every other week just to, you know, keep yourself honest and keep yourself accountable as well as your partner. And last but not least in my um, short little sweet tips here to help you achieve your goals is believe that you already achieved your goal. I go into this in detail in episode 16 where I talk about how positive thinking creates action. 
So really, you know, start to tell yourself that you have achieved this goal and that you will achieve it. By doing this, again, you're going to create that positive mindset and frame around that you're already working and achieving this goal and that you're manifesting that in your brain, right? So you're telling yourself that you've already achieved this goal. And what happens is, is that you start to take action and you start to convince yourself that no matter what's going to happen, that you're going to achieve this goal, right? doesn't matter what gets in your way or how many times you fall down and get back up, like you're going to achieve this goal. And what's going to happen is, is that kind of positive mindset and frame in your brain is going to help you take action towards that goal, whatever that may be. Again, whether it's golf, whether you want to hit the ball further or whether you want to put on some more muscle or you want to lose some weight, doesn't matter what it is. Having that positive mindset that you have already achieved that is just going to tell you to create and take action towards achieving that goal. That's what's going to happen. And that's exactly what needs to happen for you to achieve your goal. You need to take action towards reaching that goal of yours, whatever it may be. Because if you don't take action, nothing's ever going to happen. And a lot of times people think that everything needs to be perfect and in the right place for things to work out or it's not going to work out well. That is totally not true. I used to be that person as well. I would push things off because they had to be just right or it had to be this or that. And I'm telling you right now that it does not have to be perfect. You do not have to have met all these certain requirements or certain things to start taking action. Just start taking action right now. Because doing that will help you start taking progress and making forward progress towards that goal. Because imperfect action beats perfect action every single time. And you'll start to figure things out as you start going, right? You'll start to learn that, hey, I need to do this or I didn't need to do that. Just, Just get the ball rolling. It doesn't matter if things are perfect or not. Just get it going. And once you do, things will start to take their place and and really start to form. So hopefully... That was really helpful um, for you to help achieve your goals in this upcoming new year. And, you know, you don't have to wait till January 1st to start taking action towards those goals. Um, You can start right now and might as well, right? You're going to have, I don't know how many days before, some quick math here. Let's look. You're going to have one, two, three, three whole days to to really start working on achieving your goals before January 1st. So might as well get started now. The other thing would be, again, if you need to do that, definitely start writing them down, doing all those things. If you haven't yet thought about your goals or resolutions for next year, you know, break them down. You don't need to have any, you know, specific set amount of goals or in certain categories, but the typical main categories, if you're struggling to think of these things, usually have to do with health, uh, family or friends relationships, uh, financial, spiritual, um, other ones could be business or career. All of those things kind of are typical categories that people make goals in. If you're, again, struggling to come up with ideas of what maybe you want to make a goal in, right? And again, you don't have to have a goal in every one of those categories, nor do you have to have Um, multiple goals or anything along those lines, you know, just choose something that 
you know, means a lot to you, something that you want to make progress in and really go for it. Um, get those goals written down, do everything that I kind of had just talked about in this episode. And again, let me know what your goals are. I'd love to be an accountability partner towards you. Um, and your goals. And if you want to help me out, be an accountability partner for me, that'd be awesome too. Um, but yeah, I'd love to, to be there for you to help, uh, help you achieve your goals in the new year, whatever they may be. So I think I've rambled on enough about, uh, what you can do to help achieve your goals for next year. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I am forever grateful that people take the time to download this episode, you know, take space up on your phone or or whatever your device is that you're listening to this on and uh, take the time out of today or whichever day that you're listening this to, to listen to me just kind of talking to a mic and, you know, hopefully help you out. Um, it, it really means a lot. Thank you so much for, for being with me. If you guys haven't done so yet, please uh, rate, subscribe, and review the show. It really helps helps us out. Um, I just want more people to, to live a healthier and better life and really just try to be the best version of themselves that they can possibly be. Um, because again, like I had mentioned earlier in the show, that that's what this whole show is about, is just to help people live and play better and meet their peak performance on and off the golf course, basically. And, um, if we can help one more person, that's great. Um, if we can help a thousand more people, that's even better. That would be amazing. Um, but you know, one step at a time. So again, if you can, um, share this, subscribe, rate, review, that would be awesome. Really appreciate it. Guys have a happy and safe new year. Definitely, uh, you know, be safe out there. Don't do anything crazy. And I'm sure, um, everyone will do just that. Keep working hard, keep striving for excellence in everything you do, because when you feel great, you golf great.